You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. It's 32 minutes past the hour. Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, joined joined by Father Tim Beeren. We're at the Church of St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, Minnesota. Did I forget to say God bless you? Maybe someone sneezed. Maybe that's why I said that coming out into the last break. But anyway, we're back. And I do mean that. God bless you. Well, the allergies are certainly in the air these days. When we look out, uh, if it was a little nicer day, we would actually see the dust blowing behind the combine. This is bean harvest time, at least here in southern Minnesota, and I know other parts of the listening area. The farmers are surely, uh, if they're not in the field, they're anxious to get in the field. So certainly our prayers and blessings are extended to all of our farmers and those that are working the land so they can be kept safe and be productive during this time. Right. And... uh Sadly, though, there are those who don't feel like they can say, God bless you, because for whatever reason, they may not believe in God. Atheism has kind of seemed to be on the rise here in the past few decades, and in our time, we see the results of it, a lot of fear and anxiety and when, when things get difficult and trying to figure things out, uh, what is needed is trust. Our, our Lord says that fear is useless. What is, what is needed is trust. But in order to have trust, we need to have a firm foundation, a reasonable way of thinking that, well, that maybe there is a God. And that's where philosophy can come in and help us out, in these, especially in these times of social unrest when it seems like everything is falling apart and we don't have a firm foundation even for, for acting reasonably. And what, someone who has come out with a, a book that can help us with this is Father Robert McTagg. He's a Jesuit from the, from the Maryland province of the Jesuits, author of Real Philosophy for Real People. He's on the phone with us right now. Good morning, Father Robert McTagg. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you. It's good to be working with you guys today. Tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all. Uh, I'm a a Jesuit of 30 years. I've been a professor of philosophy and theology for uh, a good number of years. Uh, I discerned that it might have been time to to try something different, and I've been in radio for the past two years. I'm the host and producer of a weekday talk show called The Catholic Current that can be heard on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network, rooted in Buffalo. You can find us on the stationofthecross.com and the iCatholic Radio app. I also write a weekly column for alitea.org, A-L-E-T-E-I-A. Great, great, uh, and uh, wonderful, wonderful work that you're doing there, and you uh, also are an expert in philosophy. You are a great teacher that I, I do know. You've taught at the university level for a while now as well. Yes. What, what is philosophy? What, what is philosophy? I'll just put it right the, out there. <laughs> sure. The, well, the classical definition is love of wisdom, and wisdom is the proper ordering of one's life in light of what is real so that one can attain the true, the good, and the beautiful. We live in a cultural context now that promotes distraction, illusion, uh, addiction, impulse, 
And uh, philosophy says, no, there's another way. It's a humanizing way that's also a divinizing way. And this book helps you to clear through the wreckage of the lies of our culture to find the truth. So the book will allow you to become a lie detector, a truth detector, a lie refuter, and a truth promoter. I love that uh, that definition, the wreckage of our culture, and that is so important to understand. And uh, certainly uh, we can see that philosophy has had uh, a historical impact on the church, and even more so now we, we certainly need that, but we can also learn from where we have come from. So from a historical uh, perspective, how has the church been impacted by philosophy? Well, gosh, since uh, St. Paul uh, went to Greece and pointed at the, the altar to the unknown God, and he engaged uh, the, the Greeks. See, the, the Church is, is a great teacher, and the, because we have the, the eternal Word of the Father to give the whole world until the end of time, but the Church is also a great learner and a great adapter. The human element is, is made of learners, and we found that in philosophy, properly understood, there are tools and concepts and vocabulary that can help the Church to do its own work well. And it's really hard to have an awareness of Catholic culture, history, tradition. It's hard to be equipped for the mission of evangelization if you don't have some sense of how faith and reason, philosophy, and theology have been working together since the time of the Apostles. That's a great point that, that uh, faith and reason need to work together. The, the, the one supports the other and, and vice versa. Uh, they both yes. need e- each other. And uh, yes. one, of, one of the things, uh, Father McTagg, that you point out in your book, Real Philosophy for Real People, is this, this word teleological. I love it. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, one of those $5 words that you don't often hear. Uh, but uh, talking about um, acting according to you know, morally, primarily in terms of, of means and ends. Am I acting for the right end in, what right. I, in everything that I do? Can you expound upon that a little bit? Sure. Teleological comes from the Greek word telos, which means aim or purpose or fulfillment. And that affects our view of freedom. We tend to have a negative view of freedom, freedom from, especially in our, our sick culture, freedom from restraint. Restraint, freedom alone, freedom from, uh, is, is merely license. Freedom for is the ability to attain the purpose for which we were made. As Catholics, we know that we were made to, uh, for the praise, reverence, and service of God, to love, of, to love God and love our neighbor. So ethics is about becoming more and more human according to the way that God made us to be human, which is to live this life well, to enjoy Him forever in, in heaven. But once you obscure that horizon, once you no longer have that true north to judge everything by, then you're inevitably going to get lost. And if you don't know where you're going, it doesn't matter how you get there. The other moral methodology that you highlight is uh, deontological. I love that. It's just throwing out these big words. Compare, give us a thumbnail sketch of teleological versus the deontological method of making moral decisions. Well, I, I want to reassure the listeners that this is not a, a textbook for inside baseball conversations of, of professional philosophers. <laughs> it's something that people of ordinary intelligence and genuine curiosity can put to use. And every now and again, 
uh, we use some words. Uh, I want to build up your philosophical vocabulary so that you can understand what other people are saying. Deontological ethics is from the Greek word deon, which means duty. So a deontological ethics is, am I doing my duty? Well, that's, that's a really good question. Duty is a really important part of ethics. The mistake of a lot of philosophers who emphasize duty above all is they, they emphasize duty to the exclusion of all. And you don't know what your duty is if you don't know what kind of being you are and you don't know what you're living for. So you need to have uh, your duty is in the service of attaining your human vocation. Apart from that, uh, duty just in, in the air is, is just philosophical, is pedantic wordplay. Right. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Tim Buren. We're talking with Father Robert McTagg about his new book, Real Philosophy for Real People, Tools for Truthful Living. It's another Ignatius Press offering. Uh, Ignatius.com is where you can find it. And uh, talk about the different worldviews that are out there right now, Father McTagg. We have people out there who uh, are... Their answer to everything, every problem seems to be to defund this or that. Uh, we, we have uh, some real issues, a lot of social unrest, but also a lot of fear. Where is all of this coming from, and, and where can philosophy help us out in these, in these times? Well, a, a worldview is a connection of very basic questions to which we all have answers, whether we know it or not. Many people don't know it because they don't think about these things. But everyone has a basic sense of, you know, what can I know, what should I do, what am I help for, what's real, what's not, what's out of bounds, what, what's in bounds. And right now, what we're seeing writ large, uh, especially in the United States, it is a, a collective temper tantrum. What, why are the terrible twos so terrible? Because before you were two, you were a baby and you screamed and you got what you wanted. And then what about two? Screaming doesn't work anymore. You have to learn how to share and take turns and say please and thank you. And initially the toddler revolts and you hope over time grows out of the terrible twos. What we're seeing in our headlines now is that a very large swath of our culture hasn't matured past the age of the toddler. Unfortunately, they have adult capabilities and access to a lot of other people's money and their, their tantrums are, are becoming really kinetic in a way that says, you know, this is a threat to the true, the good, and the beautiful. If you want to begin to answer the objections, then you need to know what is true, what is good, and then how to live it. And that's the value of this book, is it offers an alternative to the tantrums we're seeing on our television screens every day. It's certainly a great alternative, and you worded it earlier, philosophy properly understood. I was a campus chaplain for 15 years, and there's a different type of philosophy that is being taught on many public university campuses. So how can this book um, help maybe parents or others that um, have sons or daughters that are being influenced by that philosophy? Well, look at it this way. I believe this book can be used to boost your philosophical and moral immune system. I tell my students, look, there are people... Uh, who, who want to uh, to hurt you and, and eat your soul. And this is the book that will help protect you against it and then also eventually teach people how to protect themselves. Uh, it's actually, philosophy is actually a lot easier than most people realize. I can take students to a high degree of sophistication pretty quickly. I know it to be true because the ideas in this book have been battle-tested 20 years in the classroom. 
Excellent. We're going to take a short breather here, but you're listening to Real Presence Live. Matt Wilkham, along with Father Tim Buren, was speaking with Father Robert McTagg. Real Philosophy for Real People is the new book, and more with Father McTagg next. Don't go away. You won't want to miss this next segment. Stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these planned gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our planned giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. As a working Catholic professional, your needs and priorities for returning to college don't match a traditional campus experience. That's why the University of Mary has created a portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online graduate programs that are sure to align with today's needs. Advance your skills while strengthening your faith at the University of Mary. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Tim Beeren along with Matt Wilcom of the Diocese of Winona Rochester here on location at my parish, St. Charles Borromeo, located just on the outskirts right in the midst of the cornfields southeast minnesota we're grateful to have father robert mctague who is with us he has recently authored a book entitled real philosophy for real people tools for truthful living he is with us on the phone and we're so grateful to have him with us Uh, as we go back into this conversation father can philosophy be be made accessible to every person then i we kind of touched on that a little bit but how can that uh, occur for all people Right. Well, you know, I, I think back to the, the late great Mortimer Adler who said philosophy is, is everybody's business. Everyone has experience of birth and life and death and change and, and good and evil and law and freedom, etc. 
And we have to be trained how to sift those things out, put them in proper order, and then act accordingly. And as I said, in my book, Battle Tested, 20 Years in the Classroom, uh, in, from the undergraduate to the graduate level, but mostly very reluctant 18- and 19-year-olds, I know that I can take them to a high degree of sophistication very quickly because I would do it every semester. So if you have a sense that you're being lied to, that you're not able to articulate what you know to be true, if you're uncertain about your skills to challenge what you're confronting, then then this is the book for you. And, you know, professional academics can look at it and see the index and the footnotes and say, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. It. Let's use it as a textbook. And if you're a bright, you know, homeschooling 16-year-old and you want to you get ready for college, you want to get ready for everyday life and the rough and tumble outside of your home, this is the book for you as well. It's based on very simple diagrams that are easy to remember and apply. So one of the reasons I think the book works is that I'm a terrible artist. I can only do a few arrows and triangles and stick figures. If I were a good artist, I'd have much more complicated diagrams, and I think the book might fall flat. <laughs> well, you, you don't give yourself enough credit. I haven't seen your artwork, so um, that <laughs> okay. jury's still out on that. But uh, we talked a little bit about that word teleological and trying to, trying to make decisions about what to do based upon the, their proper end. Uh, our right. proper end is human beings, and... In the preface of your book, you outlined a, a brief conversation between a, a son and a father, and the son says, Dad, what's the best way to avoid making bad decisions? And the father says, experience. The son says, mm -hmm. what's the best way to get experience? And the father says, making bad decisions. <laughs> and then you go, you go on to ask, uh, is, this, is this really a good way? Is this, is this really good advice from the father here? And I, I think we've seen this type of advice from a lot of different people with, you know, when, when Fathers say, "Well, it's time for you now to go out and make your own your own mistakes." Essentially, well, it seems like a very costly way to go about obtaining wisdom. Well, uh, well, is yes. there a better way? Yes. Is there a better way? Well, yeah. You know, I would tell my students, "Look, you really have only two options in life: to be prepared or be surprised." So, if you work with me and you work with what is in in the book, you can be prepared rather than more often than not unpleasantly surprised. Uh, you know, it, this is, in a certain sense, this is a Western version of, of Sun Tzu. You've got to know yourself, you've got to know your enemy, you've got to know the battle space. Here's what Catholics need to be sure of, especially nowadays in the United States, and I think it's going to get worse before it gets worse. The powers and principalities of this world, the world, the flesh, and the devil, want faithful Catholics either silenced, compromised, or dead. And we need to know how to fight back, not only spiritually, not only in, in a peaceful, legal way, uh, but we also need to know how to step into the arena of ideas and not let ourselves be, be bullied and not let us our, our positions be taken down by, by cheap shots. So we have a responsibility to hone our intellectual abilities to complement the aspirations and accomplishments of the soul that God intends for us. So this is something for individuals, it's for families, it's for communities. You know, families uh, have, to, have to be the, not only the school of love, but the school of good manners and the school of learning for the children. Parents are the primary educators of the children across every dimension. And since the, the advent of the reign of King COVID, parents are discovering, hey, I actually can teach my kids. I don't have to form this out to the licensed professionals. I think that's good news, that discovery. 
as a pastor, we've reminded our families during this time that uh, certainly are they are the first teachers in the ways of the faith. And I've even gone as far as to apologize to them because in many ways we as the church have thought we knew better. And in many ways, we have taken away that role uh, and have created mm-hmm. these models of drop-off education for children. So parents are dropping them off, and and and, right. and you know. So yeah. So thank you for pointing that out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the first time I, I taught Sunday school, you know, thousands of years ago, I think I was fifteen and I was teaching third grade, and this eight-year-old girl said, "Oh, I'm looking forward to being confirmed." And I said, "Why is that?" She said, "Because then mommy says I don't have to go to church anymore, and we can all sleep in." That's a bad idea. It certainly is. It certainly is. And there's certainly a lot of parents that are wounded themselves, and we want to receive them back yes. in so they can, you know, heal those hearts, those broken hearts, whatever it may be, you know, whether it was right. a lie they believed in years ago, and of course, that's where the devil entered in, and, and we need yes. to really encourage them and, and, and love them. And it doesn't mean that we're agreeing with, with what they are doing necessarily, but again, we're loving them out of that sin and out of that area. Right. So. Right. And, and I think this book is going to be valuable for, you know, parents who really want to do the right thing, who intuitively understand there are very great challenges and say, gosh, I, I don't know where to start. Maybe they grew up in a home where certain things were taken for granted and then it shows that didn't work. Maybe they got a, a less than ideal education. This is the book that can help you to parent and to teach with confidence. I think also it's, it's important to... Uh point out the, the different uh, um, societal challenges that we've been facing, this, especially this year, and mm-hmm. the results uh, of, uh, of the, uh, the, like the COVID. When that hit, we had all of these lockdowns, hysteria, I would say, even, mm-hmm. which is ongoing. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're slowly coming out of it. But as I've said before on the show, I, I, part of the, my frustration is that so often during this pandemic, people have acted as if this COVID is the only thing that could ever kill anybody. But I think it has betrayed, uh, in a certain sense, uh, a lack of faith or a lack of a realization of who I am as a human person, not just uh, some sort of meat computer, uh, but that I really do have a a soul. And the nature Mm -hmm. of that soul does does live on after the death of the body. And so... In that right. sense, death uh, is not so ominous if you have that view. I mean, I'm not even talking about, at this point, a belief in God, but just the nature of the soul. You think, you think philosophy can help people out in, in the midst of, of this pandemic, help them not to be so fearful? Well, you know, we can start with, you know, good philosophy, you know, classically rooted philosophy helps people to be emotionally continent, to not be driven by fear and by panic. Good philosophy is not only inspiring, it's also sobering. And to say, hey, I have the tools to think my way through these problems, that's going to calm people down and, and, and pull them away from the cliff of panic. That's a, that's a great point, Father McTagg. We're list, we're, we're, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Tim Biren. We're coming to you from the Church of St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, Minnesota, southeast Minnesota, in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. We have just a, a couple more minutes with you, Father McTagg, about your book, Real Philosophy for Real People, Tools for Truthful Living. And it uh, looks like it's, it's a wonderful offering here. And Father, Father Biren... Well, I was just going to say, Matt, that I was looking at some of the um, editorial reviews on the book, Father McTague, and I'm 
I was so excited to read this book, um, you know, and I read one of the, what is even more telling than the professionals is a layperson's perspective that gave their review and they shared mm-hmm. that they read this book in a total, maybe six hours. Uh, but yeah. what they really, really enjoyed about that was the fact that they're still thinking about it. And I think that's, that is a huge, huge congratulations for allowing, um, even us, you know, uh, that may not have the experience, our listeners who may even be slightly afraid of the word philosophy to know that they can read this book, uh, be comforted in knowing that they're going to retain this and that this is going to continue to help shape them and form them. Yes, that, that's a key point, is that the, the tools are so intuitively obvious and graspable that you can start putting them to use right away. They can be part of, of your, your everyday carry. This isn't something abstruse you observe from a distance and then put away and, and forget. This is something that you can carry with you because it's God-given and it's truly human. So this book is available, Real Philosophy for Real People. It's at Ignatius.com, and uh, certainly uh, will be available, if not already, in our Catholic bookstores in our listening area. Uh, and you certainly need to uh, take full advantage of this. And uh, what have we left out of this discussion? Uh, anything else that you'd like to add, Father McTague? I, I think that it's a reminder that the uh, Catholics have an intellectual tradition that is actually accessible not only to Catholics, but to everyone. I make a point of saying my mentor who helped me uh, get the concepts of, of this book, he himself was, was not Catholic. But we talked about these things. So we have tools that you can hand on to people who are not Catholic, and you don't have to be accused of of doing crypto-catechism. This is something that really is meant for everyone because we're all equally human. I know in some of our two-year colleges, they do teach philosophy. I think this would be an excellent resource if a professor was brave enough to be able to share this uh, with their students. As an right. It, it, it could be an introductory textbook. It would be great for someone who's studying philosophy to get ready to study theology. So college seminaries, pre-theology programs, I think it would be ideal. And I think for anybody, I mean, uh, you, uh, I mean, how, how early do you think someone should start studying philosophy? I mean, I've got kids who are now, you know, I've got a 13-year-old daughter. Is it is it too early for her, or is it ever too Well, in a certain sense, she's been doing it since she could say no and mine. She's been practicing philosophy. We just have, have to formalize it. And so teaching them logic, teaching them how to debate, teaching them the art of persuasion, you can begin to do that at a very early age. Excellent. And uh, again, the book is Real Philosophy for Real People, Father Robert McTagg. Uh, you can find his book at Ignatius.com. Thanks so much for joining us on Real Presence Live this morning. We deeply appreciate your time. Glad to be of service. I hope we can do it again. God bless your good work. God bless you. Thank you so much. Great. Up next, it's uh, starting up in cities everywhere. Stay tuned to find out more about how you can be involved in protecting the unborn. After all, Father Tim Buren, next month is? It is our understanding that we are going to be launching a lot of pro-life initiatives. So here we go. Stay tuned. Uh, You're listening to Real Presence Live. More about how you can protect the unborn next. 